Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Doug Aiken is a renowned American artist and filmmaker. Defying definitions of genre, he explores every medium from film and installations to architectural interventions. Aiken's work leads us into a world where time, space, and memory are fluid concepts. And in that that spirit, his new film, Station to Station, is a high-speed road trip through modern creativity. Station to Station is a revolutionary feature comprised of 62 one-minute films highlighting an exciting and eclectic mix of artists, musicians, writers, places, and perspectives. And we are joined today by the director of Station to Station, and that would be Doug Aiken. Doug, welcome to Film School. Uh, thank you. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Well... This is uh, such a terrific film in, in, in so many ways. Creative, interesting, provocative, thought-provoking, um, and just fun. It's a fun excursion, uh, this train ride we're on. Tell me a little bit about how all this project came together. Yeah, well, eventually we are we made a project called Station Station, which was a train journey that went across North America. It was um, about 4,000 miles, and it started in the Atlantic and um, ended on the West Coast. And I wanted to do this project to create a series of happenings, a series of kind of explosive moments in time where different artists, musicians, people working in different mediums could do things that were really kind of um, empowered by the project in the sense that you're using landscape, you're using nomadicism, and um, and just kind of make these moments in time. So the film was really, originally it was a document of that, but the film then became kind of its own creature. Um, mm. It became something which was more about exploring um, the voice of the individual, um, the landscape, and, and kind of creating this kinetic film. Well, let, let's let our listeners know. I I, I haven't even mentioned the uh, some of the artists and uh, the people that... Artists, musicians, poets, all the philosophers that you have in here. Um, let's go. With, I mean, the big, na- I say big names, but uh, Thurston Moore, Beck, Jackson Brown, uh, William Eagleston, uh, Dan Deacon. Oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like Patty Smith, Mavis Staples. Uh, but a lot of artists that I, I, I sense that the, uh, I have good. Um, I'm trying to say a sense that a lot of people have not seen before. Um, so, what was it about? How did you attract these people to this project? Did they come to you, or did you reach out? How did that work? Well, in a lot of ways, I wanted to try to create a project where something different could happen. You know, for visual artists, something that could happen outside of a gallery or outside of a museum. Um, for musicians, something could happen away from you know making a recording and hoping that recording gets out there. And I think, you know, with this, you know, I felt that if we could have something that was in motion and it's constantly in new places, not like a tour, not a group of people who are traveling, but something more like you want to do something in the Mojave Desert, well, we'll work that out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you might make something site-specific for the desert, whereas someone else, you know, wants to create a musical composition, only play it in 
another location. So, you know, we had situations where, you know, artists like Ed Ruscha, um, you know, who you associate with drawing and painting, you know, Ed Ruscha says, you know, I, I want to make an edible artwork. I want to make a cactus omelet that's only served in the Mojave Desert. <laughs> um, or, you know, someone else like a musician like Giorgio Moroder, you know, who ends up wanting to mic the train as it's moving and kind of use those rhythmic sound patterns to create a composition. So, so I think in a lot of ways, you know, we're kind of, you know, living in a, in a cultural landscape right now where we see less and less distinction between different mediums, mm -hmm. between, you know, music or art or film. These things kind of blur. And I, I want to really try to um, take that and push it further with this project and, you know, really kind of go back to the individuals as opposed to um, this kind of commercial system that surrounds culture. Yeah. Well, well I, in, and that's what this film does. It the, That's what I was trying to get to earlier, and that is there's just so many different people uh, involved in the film Station to Station as you as you watch uh, <laughs> the, the very – well, and it's great. But, you know, it's there's something interesting about watching it because you know going in they're only going to be on for a minute. I think in some ways – your, it sort of intensifies or it focuses your concentration on whatever's happening on in the film, whoever's on, because you know you're yeah, going to have a very yeah. limited amount of time with them, and you want to try and pull something out of that experience, watching someone like Ariel Pink or Sun Ra or whoever it is. So I, that's what I liked about this movie. I You're kind of riveted because... For a lot of reasons, but one is that they're only going to be there for a minute, <laughs> and you really want to exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was. Did you think that? Did you think about that in in when you were putting the film together? How did the one minute thing come about in terms of having? Well, them yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's a great question, and you know, I think I think initially when we we're filming it, um, you know, I was looking for moments, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't the kind of situation where you have a script. You're more kind of you know, out there and you're seeing things happen and you're capturing it or you find someone on the side of the road and you just have a conversation with them and you film it. So yeah. by the time we got back to the studio, we had this kind of you know, immense archive of, of moving image. And initially we started to think, you know, how can we really kind of share the ideas in this project and just kind of give them away? Like, I want this film to be a film that you can just kind of eat. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and, and just disseminate. So it's, it's not, it's not a, you know, it's not a story. It's not some kind of, um, saga. It's really about ideas and the kind of circulation of ideas. So I, I felt that, you know, if I made the film that was a kind of more traditional documentary that had a voiceover, for example, or it had a kind of narrative arc, like people were telling me early on, someone, some English director said, uh, Doug, you got to have this arc. You got to have this arc that builds up to. And, you know, and I just, I just wasn't feeling that. I was feeling that this is more about the idea of the action and the moment and the individual. And I thought that, you know, if you could take a film and you could kind of democratize time and every minute was its own story and every minute was its own person or performance or even a reflection on the landscape, then maybe it's possible to have a kind of wider view of the modern landscape as opposed to being tied down to the one specific story. Yeah. I have, I have a, this is a very specific question and I, I don't want to dwell on the, the any uh, there's there's a um uh marching band and they're in in the film the, and they're doing space is the place now is that's a sun raw film that's a sun raw cover right yeah it is it, that was an, a you know kind of one of those amazing things that you know when you kind of go out there and really search you find all these spectacular <laughs> things happening kind of in the underground and 
You know, this was a, a marching band in South Chicago. That does, um, a high school marching band. That does that Sun doing, Ra. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it's doing this amazing Sun Ra Space is the Place uh, kind of performance. And we just invited them up to the train station in Chicago, and they just kind of did this performance and marched right through it. And it's just really, you know, kind of electrifying you know, psychedelic anthem. I just loved it. I just absolutely, there's so many things, so many different moments in this film that are just so fun and, and, and funny and, and compelling. And, uh, because all of these are, these are formidable people that you were able to gather, which leads me to the question going, going back a little bit on what Eric asked earlier, the logistics of this were, how was this a, this had to be a real challenge because you didn't take all of these artists from the Atlantic to the Pacific. You, picked up people along the way you met up with people along the way what were the logistics like for you uh in in putting this together yeah i think exactly what you said was like a really important part of the project for us was that it wasn't it wasn't a tour and people did kind of come on and come off and you know had different proposals or things they wanted to create or you know patty smith said you know hey i don't want to play in a big city like new york or los angeles at all i only want to play in st paul Mm-hmm. When the train stops in St. Paul, I want to play this one song that she created. Yeah. And, you know, like, those, those moments where things become so specific to place, I think that's very interesting also. Yeah. So, so okay. So, so did you, did people, well, once, okay, I guess going back to the history of the film, sort of in the development of it, did you, did you, how did you do this? You put this out, hey, I'm going to, I'm planning on this train ride from from the Pacific or from the Atlantic to the Pacific who's interested who's in or I, I'm just kind of curious because this is a very eclectic collection of people uh, and yeah, but, I, but yeah. in the circles you travel in I'm, I imagine that you knew a, a lot of these people already I'm just it's sort of fascinating how along how did you organize this was this or your producer did you just know these people help me out we actually yeah, I mean, we actually did it, you know, completely in-house at our studio, and uh, it was very grassroots. But it was also, like you said, it was kind of a logistical insanity. <laughs> um, you know, we have this, uh, <laughs> you know, month-long, 4,000-mile journey. And, you know, the, the way it works really is, you know, I, I had never planned to use a train. I had an idea, and the idea was about, it was about different mediums, different individuals, and trying to find a way where things are actually being made not things that are finished and already completed, but things that can be made and kind of embracing that process. And I thought to myself, if you could have that in motion, it would be completely different than, you know, if an artist is in his studio in Los Angeles all the time, if that same artist is, you know, out there moving through the Badlands in a different place every hour, every day. Yeah. So I thought about this. And I thought, you know, what can I use that's in motion? And, you know, kind of after just, you know, thinking a bit, I thought, what is this train system? It's kind of like these rusted arteries. It just kind of moves through the modern landscape. And, you know, some of them pass through towns and places that are kind of neglected. Yeah. And, you know, if you could tap into that, you know, you could kind of have this flat stage, this flat platform that's on wheels. Yeah. And, um, and it, would have a different, it would have a different journey than it would, you know, if you're taking highways or if you're trying to hit large cities. Yeah, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Doug Aiken. He is the director of this wonderful documentary. I mean, it's almost, it doesn't really feel like a documentary to call it that. It's a it's an amazing collection of artists who come together to perform. I don't know, what, what genre would I call this? What, 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 would, what would you say? I'm not, I'm not quite sure because I feel like, you know, in the end, like the, um, you know, the, 
when we were editing this film station station, it was like we made it in this cave, you know, so we just kind of, eventually the film just kind of made itself and, you know, we surfaced and showed some friends the film and, you know, now it's yeah. at the New Art this uh, it, weekend. So it's, it's kind of, it was really, yeah, it's really organic. It's an organic <laughs> musical, uh, but that's not even fair because there's a lot of performance art. There's a lot of other things going on. But as you said, you're at the New Art this weekend, tonight at the New Art at 7.30 show of the screening there, and also on Saturday for the 7.30 show, as well as you're going to be at the Cinephile video next door to the New Art at 4.30 on Saturday. So you're you're hanging around Santa Monica Boulevard in the 405 freeway here. Uh, a fair right. amount this week. <laughs> a fair amount. It's an, uh, this is again the new arch is terrific. One of the finest theater uh, theaters in all of uh, Southern California. The collection of people who are involved with it. Uh, it it's just wonderful. So uh, you're going to be there. Um, and yeah, I I, I just um, it's a new. It's so good that you were using the train. Going back to the, using this. Uh, you you really did up the train well in terms of um, what went into making the look of the train. Well, the train itself that we used for Station to Station was really, the idea was to have something that was really functioning, almost like a, a factory for creating things. And so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't luxury. It wasn't people traveling, just kind of looking out the window. One of the cars was a recording car, so you could really go in and, you know, make music, record music on the spot, or another one for filming, or different things like that. So, okay. you know, the idea was to to generate, to generate things, and to kind of, you know, in, enable things to be created on the spot in a very kind of improvisational way. Well, as you say in the film, or one of the artists said in the film, you know, put being in a diff, completely different environment forces artists to really challenge themselves, really come up with something different or new or it it puts a different spin on some of the things that they're used to doing, as you said, in a studio or or in a, in a concert setting. It's a different it's a different thing, and um, that's the exciting thing to see in Station to Station. Is this the create? In some ways, you're watching the creative process happen in front of you. Yeah, and I think it's really you know the film the film moves in a very fast way. It's kind of this like particle accelerator almost, yeah. where you know every minute who's you know, every minute, which is a different story or a different place, you know, kind of sequences one to another to another to another. So it creates this kind of domino effect almost where you're, you know, you find yourself engaged in, you know, in, in this moment in time, you know, with Ariel Pink talking about some hallucination. And then in 60 seconds, it just moves on to someone else and someone else. So, yeah. you know, kind of going back to, to filmmaking, going back to structure, um, you know, I found myself looking more at music than traditional film structure. Mm. And I saw that every minute was almost like a note or a rhythm or a pattern. And, you know, these notes create sequences. And the sequences have to kind of have their own sense of motion and their own sense of, 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 um, of pattern. And that was a very interesting structure to work with, you know, because I think the film becomes simultaneously, it has a kind of mathematical quality where it's minute to minute to minute, but then, you know, as a filmmaker, you want to break that, and you want to have something which flows and feels more intuitive, and is kind of, you know, something you can just get immersed in. Uh, your your background in film, let's talk a little bit about that in the last few minutes we have, that uh, you have, you. this is not unusual in the sense that you take chances in filmmaking. You're also 
you do other artist your 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 areas of interest in the world of art are varied talk talk a little bit about your background coming into this not as just a filmmaker but as an artist as other, other yeah artists. i mean i've yeah, it's, it's an interesting crossover because I, um, I mean, I, I use moving image, and I've, I've done you know film installations for about twenty years, and um, that's you know kind of the primary medium I work with in contemporary art. And you know, I think a project like this, it just kind of happened organically, and you know, I never really had a kind of conscious focus on making a feature film. Um, the Station Station project, it just kind of made these moments, and it made these 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 kind of encounters, and. You know, it just seemed like they needed to be in one linear piece of time. So what, we made a film. So, what were you able to bring from your previous work as these installations here in the architectural interventions and things like that that you've done in the past? What did it? Well, what did always, it yeah, I've always been really restless with, with the idea of the narrative, like how the story is told and mm-hmm. how to structure that. And I think that's that's kind of why, you know, a, a lot of the you know contemporary art work that I do is it ends up as installations or environments or um, you know, sometimes pieces that, that wrap around buildings. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I like that idea that the viewer discovers. I like the idea that the viewer feels empowered to kind of create their own narrative, to create their own structure. And I think some of that kind of bled over into the Station Station film where, you know, it's, it, there's all these pieces which are kind of kinetic and in motion. But in the end of the day with this film, I really wanted to make something that someone could walk into and kind of, kind of, pull out their own meaning or pull out their own encounters um, as opposed to something that has a tight, concise beginning and end. Right. Well, as you're talking about this, uh, Doug Aiken, it does. it is kind of an installation of sorts, walking into a museum and seeing something kind of in, as you said, in motion. That this film has that feel, um, and it's easy. That that's I could easily see station to station as a, as as that as an art artistic sort of installation at a modern museum. Um, I want to particularly note the the uh, your cinematographer slash you you did a lot of the shooting yourself, Corey Walter. Obviously, I'm sure you guys were constantly looking for the most interesting shots, probably a lot of movement on your part and on, on the part of, of Corey as well to get what you got for this film. Um, that must have been a challenge. Yeah, it was a challenge because <laughs> I think a lot of times when you're, you know, when you're making moving image, you're in place and, you know, you're kind of working with that place. You're working with the light and, yeah. you know, the characters or all those elements. And, you know, in this situation, you're working while in motion. So yeah, yeah. you're in motion while everything else that you're filming is in, is in movement. So, you know, in some ways that, that was, it was really interesting. It created a much more of a kind of, um, you know, if you were to look at music, it was more like some kind of weird jazz, yeah. you know, where you're kind of improvising all the time. Um, yeah. So I, that, that was kind of really fascinating to, to work that way. And, and, and finally, uh, Austin Meredith is your editor, and I imagine that you must have worked very closely. Now, I also know he was uh, your sec- one of the second unit directors involved. But So it looks like you had a pretty tight group of people, but the editor you mu- is, is obviously integral to a, a film that there are 62 one-minute films in. So this, uh, it just moves along beautifully. I think the transition from artist to artist works really well in this film as well. So congratulations no, to you. Austin. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Austin as well as yourself and, and, and all the kind of uh, the, the below-the-line people who were worked on this. It, obviously, a lot of 
a lot of uh, pressure to get it right the first time, given the circumstances. So, um, well, I'm, it, it's just wonderful. I, I'm so happy that you were able to find time to to join us today, Doug. I can uh, the film. Oh, of course. Yeah, the film is Station to Station. It is in release today in Los Angeles. It'll, uh, Doug will be at the uh, the New Art Theater. That's in West LA. It's right off the 405 at Santa Monica Boulevard. You can't miss it if you get off. Going towards the beach, you will not be able to miss the new art. It's as big as a billboard out there, and as well as uh, you'll be there tonight and tomorrow. So tonight the seven thirty screening, tomorrow night the seven thirty screening. That would be Saturday night, and as well as you'll be at the Cine Video, Cinephile Video, which is right next door to the new art, for a four thirty book signing. Um, thank you so much for being a part of Film School. Yeah, such a pleasure. Thank you. All right, take care. All right. I'll see you around. All right. Thanks, Doug. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.